Welcome back to the King Melly Podcast Where every opinion is welcome and every voice can be heard A lovely, lovely Labor Day today And the reason why I'm saying it's lovely Is because I, I had plans I kind of wanted to go to EP Kind of wanted to go pelt waste on EP But then the rain pulled up And once the rain pulled up It gave me an excuse to not travel to EP To go pelt waste And I'm satisfied To be honest I'm satisfied Like I was, I'm 100% satisfied with the rained out Labor Day Like I was comfortable with it It was calm Like it's been a while since it rained outside Making it cooler While I had the day off To just sit in the house And do nothing So thank you Lord Thank you for allowing it to rain today But nonetheless Everybody that, that was still on EP today Pelting waste Moving and behaving whatless Shout outs to y'all Y'all dedicated as a matter of fact, y'all probably live in the, in the neighborhood. Y'all probably live nearby. Y'all probably live close by. Y'all can just run it over to EP and do that. I can't. I'll cut it. Nonetheless, back from a, a short hiatus, a week hiatus. Things are still cooking up on this end. This week's guest is a longtime friend of the show. <laughs> Matthew Lambert. He's a personal trainer um, and, and a multi-talented athlete. You know, he grew up swimming, playing tennis, running track, and things of that nature. And now... He's a personal trainer out in the gym in Soho. But uh, we had a wonderful conversation recorded over the weekend. And outside of the fact that, you know, not even outside, actually this is inside of the fact that he's a personal trainer. The conversation really had to do with mindset and planning. How that relates to personal training, you'll see me listen to the conversation. What can we take? What can we learn from personal trainer outside of just, you know, improving your physical body and improving your nutrition? You will see once you listen to the conversation. But I definitely learned a lot from Matthew in today's episode. Definitely shifted my, my mindset a little bit as far as, you know, planning and executing goals and things of that nature. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope everybody can take something away from this podcast. Because at the end of the day, the only reason I'm having these conversations is to inspire people. You know, I don't expect people I think it's unrealistic to think that you know, You'll agree with everything that you'll hear With an hour and a half conversation But one thing's for, sh- for sure I promise you That at least 30 seconds Out of this hour and a half conversation This goes for all of the episodes At least 30 seconds out of these hour and a half conversations You'll be able to hear one thing That kind of like sticks to you And it's like hmm I never thought about that like that I never looked at it that way Maybe if I apply this that way then this would change oh shit maybe if i try this out oh wow my life is starting to move a little different ever since i so i say all that to say that the way that i consume content is a little differently and i normally get inspired by one or two things from every single podcast episode that i listen to and that's okay because that one or two thing or those one or two points that inspire you to think and reason a little differently can change your life his episode Strictly citrus Stri- Citrus like right there A mandarin That's a mandarin right Not a tangerine. tangerine Is there a difference Between a mandarin and a tangerine? Um I thought that was like a Like a name brand <laughs> Type of thing I'm not gonna hold you, what you like, what Name brand type of thing In what sense? Like uh Like on a bag Like The company name Something like that Nah that's That's the actual names yeah. Of the fruits I know, I know tangerines, mandarin, citrus, oranges, lemons, limes. Well, I don't eat lemons and limes. I just, nah. you know, 
add that to my water. There's mandarin shit. cookies. Mandarin cookies. There's lemon cookies. I'll yeah. eat some lemon cookies. Some lemon biscuits. Nah, I wouldn't eat lemon cookies. You eat, but you eat mandarin cookies? Mandarin cookies are different. How so? Um, hey, both citrus cookies. It's, um, I don't know. I've had it somewhere. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Some making up shit. Nah, I'm, I'm serious. I had it. Type it on Google. It'll pop up. Mandarin cookies? Yeah. What brand? What brand was it? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like I thought it was the I thought that was the brand name. <laughs> Mandarin cookies. Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm thinking stuff. Yo. Yo, because I was getting ready to <laughs> I get ready to ask like, yo, how how you eating all these sweets to stay in the shape? Nah, I knew. It's not a whole personal trader. That diet shit is a, that diet shit is a myth. Yeah. Right? Diet shit got to be a myth then. Diet, diet, it's more lifestyle. You know, like diet is like short term. What do you mean by lifestyle? When you say it's more lifestyle, what sense? Like, like lifestyle is like okay, like how often you eat, mm-hmm. where you eat. You know, like um, who you eating with, like who you eating with. What does it have to do anything? You know, a lot of people go on a lot of dates. You know, they're not eating, not eating good food. You know, just maybe eating for other person type of thing. Like, yeah, she gonna like this. Let's go out to eat there, type of thing. Like, but but if you eating for yourself and you you eating to like feel your body, like you're not you're not limiting yourself. If that makes sense, like you eating to like perform. In your lifestyle Like I know I got a lot of clients In the morning So I gotta fuel up The night before And that morning I gotta Get some type of Some energy So I'm not waking up Like damn I don't got no energy right now So explain How do you What do you normally fuel up with If you know you have a lot of clients The next morning How do you fuel up Usually like the night before I have like a big meal Like some type of like Like carbs Pasta Maybe like a big sandwich Mm -hmm. Something that I know is going to knock me out. My body's going to go into rest, you know, rest stage. Like, something's going to tire out. It's going to take some time to, like, process. I'm not going to move for probably the next eight hours. So just let my body internally just, like, break shit down and just recover. So some, like, pasta, a lot of grains in the morning, corn muffin type of thing, uh, Turkey, lean meats, nothing too fatty. Mm-hmm. You know. Wait, so is it a myth that if you eat and then go to sleep, you automatically put on more weight? That's a myth. Because you're saying not, that you're going to sleep. I would say it's a myth. You know, a lot, lot of, of food to digest. How does a lot of people? No, mm-hmm. I don't know. People's bodies are different. Mm-hmm. You know, like most people can't do that. You know, they can't lay down after they eat. They need to move. It's not really recommended either. You know, obviously a body that's moving a lot is gonna. Stay in motion. Mm-hmm. A lot of people like that rest state. Oh, uh, let's sit and watch TV. You know, let's boom and do this. But it works both ways because they're both two different programs. Like the design to work like that. But it um yeah, it's not a myth. It can happen. Though. Mm-hmm. It can happen. But in, in, in your situation, right? You know, you know and understand your body, and you realize that yeah. if I eat 
a, a large meal before I go to sleep. I'm mm-hmm. gonna have more energy for tomorrow's sessions. Definitely, my body. On top of the happy. fact that now, once you wake up, you're, you're eating even more carbs. Mm-hmm. Not not more carbs. It's just that I'm just keeping constant fuel in my body, like like a coal engine. You gotta keep feeling it more coal. Gotta keep putting more stuff to keep the heat burning. Mm-hmm. You know, like I run on hot, so I need more stuff to come in to keep my body just keep that warmth going the whole time, keep the same energy the whole time. Like it's just like a like a fireplace. You know, you need the wood, you need to make sure it's stacked properly in a certain way so mm-hmm. the wood burns evenly. Evenly throughout a certain time. You know? Every hour or every two hours, I'm gonna fix the wood. I'm gonna Position it like this or like that. Like, like you build a fire. Like different ways, you get different types of height. You know, you get different types of fire. It's all like that, basically. Crisscross them. You know, you're gonna get <laughs> a low fire. I could put the pot on top. Right. <laughs> if I do TP style, it's gonna give me the biggest fire ever. Okay. And it's gonna last six hours. You know, I'm gonna burn that for six hours compared to a small fire with just two sticks. I can cook my plate and then boom, I'm done cooking. Mm-hmm. So let's say it's a small fire, right? You know, for a fat guy, tomorrow I'm starting a little later. They like today, mm-hmm. instead of starting at six. First of all, the fact that you start and work at six is crazy. You'll get to that later. Right? <laughs> but, so let's say it's so a day like today, you start a little late, you start at nine. Yeah. And you only got like one or two two clients today, nine and the other one is like later in the day. What do you eat the night before that? Not even focus on that. That. Not even focus on the clients then. Nah. If it's if you start if you have to start exercising at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. Helping somebody else exercise, get in shape at 9 a.m. You're not even focused on the client the night before because it's 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Most of us are starting our days at 9 a.m., like our yeah, work at definitely. 9 a.m. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes 10. So that's late to you? It's, it's that's, late. That's, damn, that's afternoon to your body. It's not afternoon, but like, it's just, it's just, I'm just conditioned, you know, the way that my body's conditioned. Like, I know that that time in the morning that, you know, I'm, I'm almost ready for lunch type of thing, you know, like. If I'm getting up, I'm getting up at like 4 a.m., I'm trying to trying to get some food in so I'm not like, all right, this is going to last me a certain amount of hours. You know, I can't really eat that too big. If I eat too big, I won't be able to move for another four hours, you know, but that's why I do it at nighttime the night before because I know I have a lot of time to recover. You know, I have like seven, six hours if I'm eating dinner at nine. I got a whole bunch of time to my body to break it down. But in the morning, if I start, if I climb at nine, like I don't really, I don't have to eat that much, you know, because I can eat another meal another four hours. Every four to six hours, I'll probably eat something. So, with that being said, you can eat pretty much anything you want. Just it, it, it depends on the timing of the day and, not, the, and not like anything, the space in between the, the meals. But for me, it's all about the spacing. But also, too, like, I know my body's not going to react good with dairy, you know. It's not going to react good with with certain type of sweets, too mm-hmm. much sugar. You know, I'm going to be I'm gonna be active for a couple of hours, but I'm going to crash because of all the sugar content. Not really balanced, you know. So I, tr- I really try to keep it balanced. It's too, like, okay, I can have a little bit of sugar now, you know. I don't tell my body, no, you can't have this, but I do like, okay, my sugar intake is going to be, you know, some orange and pineapple juice. You know, that's 32 grams of sugar already, mm-hmm. you know? It's 32 grams a lot. I don't understand, I don't understand like the grand measurement. 
So that's then again in the, with the numbers, numbers coming is different for everybody again with that too. Like right, depending on your height, weight, and all that. Type all of, of that, depending on what you're used to handling. You know, if you have like your your tongue, all of that is a little bit deeper than that. But people like sweets in general, so it shouldn't be a problem for most people. But I don't I don't eat that much candy anymore just because. I can't perform off of eating a bag of candy. Like I can't run a mile if I eat a bag of candy. Like I'm be all sugared up and be hype, but my muscles gonna feel like shit. Mm. You know, sugar in the muscles not really, not really that good. Some people it works for them, but for me, my body's just like, all right, you know, get that real food. Don't get that artificial stuff. It's gonna last longer. You can perform way better. What's real food to you? Food that's being grown from the ground. You know, like. Anything you can grow, like uh, meat is real food, you know, from animals. Meat not grow from the ground. It's not from the ground, but, like, that's real, you know, like, it's alive. Like, plants, those are alive. Of course, right, living. plants. Uh, I don't know, some stuff that stuff that doesn't have, like, preservatives in it. So if you if you if you're outside and you're hungry, you're not gonna stop on the street to buy something. You're just you're the type to go back home and, and it's hard like and make some real food. If, if so, teach hard. me how to do that because I'm I'm struggling with that. It's hard like most of the time I trick my brain like trick my my brain to like okay, you know you can stop and get this 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 hot dog right now or you can just hydrate up just overload with some water. Your skin and body's gonna feel better, but when it's time to eat, you're gonna. Might crash and burn. You might pass out. You know. You might pass out when it's time to eat. Not not after you finish eating. Like your your body's gonna be like, all right, I need to sleep. I ate too much food because I waited so long. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna crash and burn. But it's different. Like every single every situation is different. Like I know, from, like yesterday, yesterday I didn't have time to eat. I didn't have time to eat lunch. Mm-hmm. I had too many clients back to back. I pull out one of those those. Those are, what is it called? Protein bars. And I was like, damn, this is not even enough, you know? <laughs> what I had to do, I had to, I had to chug a couple bottles of water, make sure my body stayed full, you know? Try to try to eat two protein bars, but you're like, damn, you know, I need that real food. I need some, some like, volume mm-hmm. in that shit. Like, you can get all the, like, vitamins and minerals you want, but, like, your body's looking to, like, fill up, like... How do you how do you feel about the idea of? Because you talk a lot about space and space not the meals. How do you feel about the idea of eating and allowing the previous meal to digest before eating the next meal? Because it sounds like, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you go to sleep, is your body able to digest the food as effectively as if you were sleeping, if you were awake? I mean, yeah, the body the body does what it's gonna do. You know, so it's not regardless. like it's not like you have to be up in order for the digestive system to work. Right. It might be a little bit uncomfortable, you know, for some people. You know, you might be feeling feeling your food swimming in your body, but, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, sometimes you do feel it. And it's just you like, feel it like fuck is that, you know? But but do that's you? That's another thing. Like, do, do you have to wait for the last meal to um to be digested for nah, it to when actually? You hungry? You hungry? Give you the energy you need. When you're hungry, when you're hungry, you're hungry. You're hungry like, so you can still be hungry as the food's being like going through your small I know, intestines I know and stuff. Plenty of fat people who like, damn, I just ate this. Nah, let's go over here. Let's eat some of this. You know, like they they eat regardless. It doesn't it doesn't affect them. 
Does that mean does that so if if you're somebody who just eat regardless, does that mean you have a bigger stomach than normal, or is it just that you're forcing food in your stomach? It can be both. You know, like people people love eating. You know, it releases like some endorphins in them. Like mm-hmm. that shit for like, weight so eat. good, hmm? especially if it's slap. Of course, like I'm I'm gonna need another one <laughs> in like two hours. That's a fact. <laughs> Coming right back for that same sandwich. Definitely. <laughs> Like this, there's been times that I've ate the same meal multiple times. I feel like I, I eat the same meals now. I only eat about like twenty five different things at most, maybe twenty six. You know, you you know what you like. All in all, it's probably like twelve different type of meals. <laughs> so I'm super satisfied with that though. Yeah, like it shouldn't. You should you should eat what you want, but at the same time, you got to eat what you need also. Mm. You know, like a lot of people they skip that part. Why is it that the foods that we need take don't taste as good as the foods we want? It can taste good. We just don't know how to make it good. <laughs> <laughs> we need to buy it. You know. I know I'm I'm no I'm no chef or nothing like that. Right. You know I I go to this one spot they make steak ten times better than me, and I cook plenty of times. You know it just I, never comes out to that. Never comes out the same. <laughs> like, full, same recipe and all of that. Like mm-hmm. they got some. Some type of loving, or it must be they grill or something. Type right. Yeah. It's it's probably the, it's the combination of all the other meats that's been cooked on that grill. All the grease is backed nah, up. I that be grill. the I be the first person there. You, you be the, every morning, first person there. There's there's a spot that I go to. I'm the first person there. I make sure like like yo, they clean that the night before. <laughs> clean it in the morning. How do you make right, sure cool. that you're always the first person there though? I try to be. Sometimes like person yeah. number two, three. That's calm. It's calm, but like, yeah, I don't. I don't really go to those type of spots like that that I know they cooking like other stuff on there. Mm-hmm. I don't need that. I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about superfoods for a little bit, right? Let's let's say that you know you about to have a client session with somebody that's a little bigger, mm-hmm. like somebody that's very muscular. What do you do now to 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 see to it that you have the right type of like you know muscle power, or that your muscles are fueled correctly in order to 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 make up for what you about to do in the next hour or so? Um, I tell I tell my clients mainly that uh, you know it's more it's more than just the protein, you know like the protein has to be b- broken down in the body, you know. And I tell them you know like you got to get your greens and your your fruits, you know, just so all those enzymes, all those minerals, mm-hmm. all those different type of oils coming off of that, you know, are going to help help break it down and lubricate your joints. Help with your digestion, and then also too, like even just spread out in the body, just to reach your muscles. Like it has to be able to carry through the whole body. Like a lot of times, like people will have something, and then they'll add a lot of salt on it. The body's gonna reject it. What's gonna happen? It's gonna stay in the stomach and just go through. It's gonna exit the body. Like a lot of time, people drink a lot of protein drinks. You are gonna pee that out <laughs> in like an hour. You know, how do you go pee that out? How, how does the protein drink work? Any, what's, no, what's, no, what's the protein? Purpose? Protein drinks. Mm. You know, when you go over your protein levels and mm-hmm. stuff like that, the body rejects it. It doesn't. It doesn't absorb it. Like you don't absorb it. It already amount. knows that yo, it's all I need. I, I'm it. capped right here. That's it. You are gonna pee that out? So how do you know? Like how do you know? How do you learn your body? How do you know? Like I, my body needs X amount of pro- grams of protein. X amount of grams of sugar. I mean, there's a bunch of formulas. Of, which formula is the most reliable in your opinion? Or is it a mental formula that you go by where it's like, yo, I just know my body that well? You know, 
it comes down to it comes down to trial and error, mm-hmm. obviously. But um, the f- personal level is just gonna you know how you feel. You have to go off how you feel because there's a bunch of experiments out there. Those people are not the same person as you, though. True. You know what I'm saying? It used to be like, okay, this is the general thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. But then people start coming out with, well, I'm allergic to this. <laughs> well, uh, I don't really like that. I like I like ice cream, you know? So then you have to make it all personal now. So it, has, it comes down real serious. Like, obviously, you can go into like a nutritionist or a dietitian. Right. And they'll break it, super break it down. But what they're going to do first is they're going to go over what you've been eating. Mm-hmm. And then they'll they'll break it up to, okay, you can eat it like this or you can eat it like that. It's a bunch of books out there also, too, about, like, you know, the blood type diet, you know, based off your blood type. Or, like, your, what are your astrology diet. You know, All right, here we go, this astrology. <laughs> I was, you, yo, I was listening. I was there. I was hearing, yo, listening. I was about to comment on something that you just said. Man, astrology just blew my but so it really sounds it's, like it's serious though it's a big thing a str- it's a big thing you know it doesn't work for everybody do I want to go here it doesn't work for everybody but I could just go back to the scientific <laughs> nutritionist diet matter of fact <laughs> so what's the strategy diet you speak of right I don't know it you don't know it I don't know it but you, I, what, what did, what's your understanding of it I, let's, I don't let's, understand let's see, it let's see what you don't understand <laughs> but you know that these duties do exist this, these things do exist like people will go read this book you know, blood type diet is very big, you know, and it it can work. You know, all these programs are designed to work. It's if you follow all the steps, which is pretty hard for everybody to do just on a normal date, you know. <laughs> it's like, damn, I got to wake up. I got to wow. do this. It's a lot of steps so in these, one's, these programs. One's astrological chart describes his or her unique constitu- constitutional makeup. From this, a medical a medical astrologer can identify health issues he or she is most likely to experience as well as specific recommendations of what they can do to re- to regain and maintain optimum well-being astrology identifies four basic cons- constitutional types fire earth air and water so what you mean to tell me that there's people called medical astrologists who look at people and they say all right you're a libra you're a scorpio you're a capricorn the only three signs that oh I really yeah know. and because you're a scorpio you can't eat mandarins Exactly, just like that, just like that. And people are believing this. Oh yeah, remember, programs are designed to work if you follow every step. So, let's stay on this astrology topic real quick, right? Let's yeah. let's stay on this this astrology medical thing, right? Let's say you're somebody who has who does not believe in astrology at all or the zodiac shit. Mm-hmm. Like you, you acknowledge the fact that I right, they jacked that you're a Pisces, but I don't really believe this this astrology shit. Yeah. It's kind of off to me. Yeah. But now. If I say, I, I want to alter my body, mm-hmm. I want to change the way I look, I'm going to step out on the limb and get super uncomfortable. I want to change myself so bad that I'm, get, I'm willing to get super uncomfortable and go dive into a world I know nothing or believe nothing about. I mean, change change happens through, you know, challenging the body and challenging and your mind. Tension. And, right. you know, just just making yourself uncomfortable and finding out if it's right or wrong. Mm-hmm. So I now go to this medical astrologer. Yeah. He or she sits down with me and they say, listen, this is your son. And you do it. As long as I buy into the program that they set for me based on my sign, mind you, I do not believe in this shit at all. Don't You don't have to. You don't have to. As long as I follow that program, what you're telling me is that because programs are designed to work, 
designed to work. It's it's gonna give you results. It should give me results. It's, it's, it should give you results. So let me ask you a question now. If somebody signs up for a program of any sort mm-hmm. and it doesn't work, mm-hmm. whose fault is that? The program or the person? I've I've never heard that happen. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You've yeah. never heard of a situation where somebody if enrolled I, in a program of some sort and it just didn't yeah, work. It ain't slap. Probably missed that. Some, there was probably a point miss. You know, somewhere. If the program is designed properly, you know, beginning to end, and there's steps, and there's guidelines, and there's rules, and there's a process to it, it should work. You know, it wouldn't be designed if it wasn't going to work. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. See, huh? it, nah, it can be. It can be a scam too, too, though. Exactly. Well, that means. Well, if it is a scam, that means it works. It's a program that works. You know, somebody, scams are somebody also programs won. that are designed to work. Right. That's a fact. Somebody won. Maybe not the not the customer. Right. Maybe maybe morally on the other end, somebody lost. But but also too, work. it could be a learning experience too. They know now. They know that okay, this doesn't work for me. I need to go back or find something better. You know. And something new can come out tomorrow and discredit this whole thing. <laughs> you know, the, I don't know. I, I feel like when it comes to this, uh, like this medical shot, and it, it's different though, because I can't, this is like, this is not even so much an astrology program as much as it is a, a diet plan that you have to follow, mm-hmm. in my opinion. You feel me? Because like you can pull up on a Pisces and give them a Libra's diet and tell them like, yo, based on what I read, this is going to work for you. And if they buy into this shit, it's going to work. So this is just another way for people to repackage the diet or of repackage course. the plan of course. to get people to buy into what they want. Definitely. So it's not so much the credit of the, the astrology shit. Nah. All right, nah, man. Nah, I'm, nah. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah, it's, it sounds about it's right all, it's in, all, tw- it's in 2019. All it's all the same. It's just, it's just easier for people to read it that way. You know what I'm saying? Like people, people like learning. Let's say somebody's trying to learn a subject. Like they rather listen to an audio book, or I might want to might want to visualize it first before I sit down and read the whole paper pamphlet. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see it. Everybody, everybody, you know, digests information and content yeah, differently. Like, the irony behind this, the irony behind this, is the fact that this is designed for people who are comfortable with the zodiac astrology. Definitely, shit. <laughs> exactly. That's even though, exactly even though, even though you, um, even though you learn oh, the most they, and you grow the most when you're uncomfortable, people, this people, is they, they know people. People who study astrology and stuff like that, like they can tell you everything about that shit. And then combine it with this, they'll go running with that. They'll take that, like, all right, oh, I'm a Libra. I can't eat. I can't eat oranges today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta wait until my moon comes. <laughs> Because it's gonna be a higher pull for me. Right. It's gonna be a higher. It's gonna be a higher gravitational pull for me, and and my stomach's gonna feel way better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's that's their mental right there. You know, their mind is like, okay, this and this together equals this. So that's the best thing for me. Do, do you feel like a lot? Either, it's almost like a a lot of things that you know we we cling to in life comes down to like placebo effect almost. Sometimes I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say, yeah, you know, the mind is very powerful. If you really think about it, like the mind is, the mind is so powerful. Like I remember growing up, like people telling me things and, and believing them. Like why? Because you don't know anything else at the time. But when you learn other stuff and you learn other ways, other programs, other ways people doing it, you see people, oh man, I should be doing it like that. You know, and you try it like, 
wow, this is way better. Well, all right, wow, this works for me. Yeah, like that may have worked for you, but this works for me. So, so how can you? It's like how how can you teach somebody something? Trial new and error. Trial and error. It comes down to that too. Like, I have a bunch of clients who be like, "Yeah, you're like my third trainer." You know, all those other trainers had programs, but they couldn't follow them. You it wasn't know? the program designed for them. It wasn't. They needed something way personal. Maybe something with, okay, what did your astrologer say? Or, <laughs> <laughs> or did you have dinner last night? Mm. You know, or I have a client that, you know, I have to text her like, okay, you know, don't forget to eat. You know, I text her that. She's like, oh, thanks for reminding me. I've been busy at work. I'm like, damn, you're not, you're not hungry? <laughs> so immersed in the work that she forgot to eat. I got I got a reminder every every day. Well, I mean, you touched on something. You touched on something important, though. Like, you know, things have to be very personal. Have mm-hmm. to be very have to be made very personal for people mm-hmm. in order for them to to willingly bend to it. Like, you got to care enough about whatever whatever service you provide in order Definitely. to make it extremely personal for the person on the receiving end of the service. In order for them to really say, "All right, I'm willing to give you." Everything because I'm super comfortable with you. You're gotta, what, you feel me? Like that, that, it really that has connection. to be that, that connection. It has happens. to be that connection. Yeah, and that's through the mind. You gotta you gotta be right there with them. Like sometimes you know you tell them stories. You know, stories are just made up. Sometimes I don't <laughs> hold you. Just to make them more comfortable. Not gonna how, so hold how, you, how can you when you have a new client? Right, let's say you got a, a brand new client. How are you able to like? How how long does it take for you to read and understand that person and say, all right, this is how I need to adjust my program in order for it's them? It's an everyday thing. Every day. Because people change every day. Every day. You know? I know sometimes I'm not feeling to go to work. You know, I want to chill. Mm-hmm. So I have to, like, all right, you know, I, I change my mood. You know, I'm like, hey, we're going to go serious today. I'm I'm angry. You're going to be. Gonna off, go off the strength that you don't feel like being there. So you got to give yourself a reason to be there. That's it. You know, my mindset changes. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I like this. He's serious today. Da-da-da-da. You know, like, clients, they like that energy. You know, I give off different energies different times. And they're like, okay. But sometimes I have to back off because they might be like, you know, oh, man, this is, this is too much right now. Da-da-da. But that, that all goes back to you being able to read the clients as, they, as you're working that's with it. them and like, stuff like you that. You got to be able to see type of emotion. Like, I've, I've read different books about, like, psychology and, like, how people react to, like, you know, but it just comes down to like connecting with them and like how how you connect with them, like your your words that you use when you speak to them. If you touch them, you shouldn't. But like, <laughs> you know, like you said, if you touch stuff, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Like, I have a client. She's like, "Can you just rub my shoulder?" I'm like, "No, we're not here for that." <laughs> you know, we're not here for that. But at the same time, you know. She respects that so much that mm-hmm. she's like, okay, I'll do 10 more push-ups. I didn't even say do 10 more push-ups. But in her mind, she's like, this, this man, is so honorable. He's, he's, he's really serious about, about this. About this, right. And I paid him, so I should do this right now. You know, you know, you know what's crazy about, like, I just thought about something, right? So two things. Going back to the nutritionist convo real quick, mm-hmm. just to jump back and grab reference from over there. It sounds like one, in order for you, if you really want to make some type of change in your life, you got to be super serious. Serious to the point where you got to go seek the help from the people who are specialists in whatever it is you're trying to make, whatever area you're trying to make change. Definitely. Hence why you go hire a nutritionist mm-hmm. to go understand and learn which type of foods you yourself should be taking, mm-hmm. taking in. And hence why you go hire a trainer, somebody mm-hmm. like you, in order to do that. And what I realized when it comes to like providing services for people, 
can't give discounts. Because think about it, right? Let's say you provide a service for $500 a day. Mm-hmm. Or $500, $500 a day, right? You have a service, business, business, whatever the service is, you provide it for $500 a day. If I come to a friend, comes to me and says, yo, I heard you got a business, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I really need that service. I'm like, yo, I, I got you, my man. I want to yeah. see you flourish. So I'm going to give you the best quality service. Like, yo, let me get, like, let me get a little 200 off that. I could give you 200 off. I can give it to you for 300. Yeah. But you're not going to take it as seriously if you pay it as if you pay 500 it's for not, it. Yeah. You're not going to feel it as much. Now it's like, yo, I got less than whatever. Now I'm just doing 300 yeah. for that. For me, that's nothing. But if I, if I maintain that price at 500, mm-hmm. once you realize, yo, I'm serious now, nah, I'm dead ass. Like, you have to pay 500. There's no. Uh, I mean, it you comes gonna, to. You're going you're gonna to step up. You're going you're gonna to put in $500 worth of effort on, the, on your end, too, as well. I mean, I, I, I give, give, give 100% at work every day, you know? When I'm at my job, but at the same time, you know, we upcharge, you know, there's an upcharge fee, there's a service fee, there's a whole bunch of fees that, that go in there. Like personally, like one-on-one when I'm dealing with friends, I give them the flat rate, you know, how much my time is worth based on how much time they, they need Mm -hmm. is a flat rate off, off rip. There's always a flat rate. Everything else, if it's all that other stuff is extra, all the extra frills, like service fee just for you to like sit here and fill out the form and they get charged by the minute for that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we charge by the minute just to even, even come into my gym and stuff like that. Like we have all these forms and paperwork, there's insurances and all that stuff. That all that all is calculated in, like <laughs> <laughs> all that time, all that time all that, spent, you paying for it. Yeah, the business, business tax, company, all of that stuff. Like, but discounts, discounts are necessary. I would say for like startups, but like once you establish, like you don't really need to do that. You know. No, I'm, I'm t- specifically for services. Like a, services, product, a product is yeah. different. Product, yeah, you, yeah, it's up to your discretion whether or not you want to give services, a discount. But nah, services, no, nah, you shouldn't be giving discounts no on discount services. Because if you don't pay for this part of the time, you don't get that part of the time. It's over. Like your time slot is done. Think about it too, like this. If if um, let's say that um, let's say that you you give give your men's a discount, give somebody a discount. Mm-hmm. You now in your mind, whether consciously or subconsciously, you're gonna be like. I'm not gonna work as hard for this particular service because I'm not getting as much as I would normally yeah. get for this. So back to the example, it's like, yo, I'm gonna put in three hundred dollars worth of effort, mm-hmm. whereas I normally get five hundred. I would be putting in five hundred dollars yeah. worth of effort. So it's like it just it just throws off the dynamic of the service itself. It does. It does throw it off. Like it does make you a little bit worried. Like damn. Be making like another two hundred at this time slot, right? So you just in your mind, like, I'm not taking that. So, and on the other end, it's like, especially in the in the, in the, in the industry like yours, where you a trainer, yeah. you're gonna work hard if you know you pay five hundred dollars for. I this mean, month also or too, you're gonna go hard for that five hundred. You're not about to waste. Too, I got like off peak hours. You know what I'm saying? Like off peak hours, they shouldn't cost less, but they're like very difficult hours to come in for most people, and they definitely cost less money. Like not gonna hold you like i did a session the other day this dude was like yeah i want to come in around one i'm at lunch at one. <laughs> i'm i'm challenged so, like, so I'm, I'm not there i'm not there you know what i'm saying lost me with that so what i what i did was i was like yo you pay for you pay for 10 1 p.m slots i'll be there you know at this rate i'll be there but 
Right now, I'm not there. You know, <laughs> I'm not there right now. So <laughs> you gotta prepay. You know, that's the only compromise. You know, for <laughs> you want you want you want you want that cheaper price. You gotta pay for twenty them right now. Mm-hmm. You gotta pay for twenty. Buy them both. Buy them both. That's the only. That's the only discount that I really like promote right now. You know, you you buying twenty thirty. Psh, all right, cool. I knock off a hundred. You know, no problem. You know, you just gotta be. You gotta be there. And if you're not there, you're gonna lose your session. Very, very strict rules and guidelines when it comes to people who want like discounts and stuff like that. I'm like, you're gonna get the super program. You're gonna get the fifty pack special. Like, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a full half a year workouts, and we're gonna be on a strict program. You know, if you miss a step, you lost. I'm not gonna mess up because you pay me already. I gotta do it. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm here. Like. Every day, that's what I gotta do. I take Saturdays off, but like right, right. Sunday to Friday, they they want to get it. I'm there, no matter what. How do you how do you like change them? Like, let's say you got a client that's like the, you know their mindset is poor. Like, matter of fact, somebody like me, for example, right? I know it won't take my, take me long in order for me to alter my body and mm-hmm. really get it where I want it because I've done it before. But it's like. How do you how do you trick your mind into saying, "I right, my body is good now"? Oh, my body! I'm satisfied with my body now. Mm-hmm. How do you trick your mind to say, right, "I want to take it to the next level"? How do you reprogram you gotta, your mind you gotta, to do that you physically? Though, about and strictly when it comes to working out, and shit, everything else it makes sense. It's easy, mm-hmm. but as far as like working out, it's like I don't be fun like doing that shit sometimes. Yeah, you gotta, that shit is a task. It's a task for sure. Like I know when I'm trying to like when I'm trying to like take to the next level, I do it in increments. Like, I'll try it out for 30 minutes. Like, all right, cool. Let me do 30 minutes in the morning, and then I'll come back to it later and do another 30 minutes, try to see, okay, see how it's going. But slowly, got to really ease into it, you know? Like, I can't hit it, like, head on, like, right off the rip. I got to, like, really break it down and, all right, let's work on this progression today. And then next week... I'll add on the other three progressions because I know I can do the first part or something like that. But for people who are already like already like in the field and like already doing it, like, oh yeah, my body's gonna change real fast. I'm like, well, let's see. Let's see. You know? Let's just do it. You know? You gotta just be like, all right, I'm gonna do it. Boom. Don't even don't even second guess. Don't even look any other direction. You know, when it comes to stuff like that, like I'm like four AM, I gotta be waking up. I got all the alarm set. Before I go to bed, I'm like, all right, 4 a.m. You know, you got you to pre-plan, you know, the day before or even like a week before. Like, all right, let's let's really get into this. I got to be awake 4 a.m. for the next five days. Let's really plan accordingly so I can be, you know, happy and get it to the top. All about planning. I'm really big on planning accordingly, especially when it comes to, like, scheduling and like just trying to get my clients workouts like strict, very strict. Some of them have written out for months now. Like I can tell you what my clients doing tomorrow. All of that. Mm, planning. So mm, that's a good point. So and anything that you want to do, gotta plan accordingly. You gotta, you gotta just literally get in the right. You don't have out. to write it down. You just gotta. You just well, have, have, have a, a plan. Have a plan. Just have one on on deck. That's it. Even if you don't follow it, you know. You know, like, damn, what am I doing today? You won't say that. 
because the plan is already written. It's mm-hmm. already written for you. you That's know? a good point because there's times where you wake up with no plan and it's just like, yo, your head's spinning in a frenzy. Like, yo. Just lost. Just don't know. You feel me? Just lost. Just gone. But then once you have a plan, it's like there's no excuse at that point. No it's excuse. Like, yo, you just take that left foot, right foot, and just <laughs> walk that direction. What do you? Why do you think? Like, why do you think sometimes? I don't know if you experience this, but why do you think sometimes, like, when you're about to do something new or try something out, that's like a, a equal energy of resistance meets you? Why do you think that happens? Or is, is that can that resistance can that can you avoid that? Or you just uh, have to look past it. You gotta embrace it for sure. You gotta let it empower you. Mm. You know. How do you embrace that though? Like, how do you how do you say I I'm excited about to do this project wherever it may be, and then like day before the project comes, the resistance pops up in your head, and then you got how do you embrace that? I mean, you already you're gonna already have the plan, you're gonna already have the steps, you know. You're just gonna have to take the progressions. It might take you a little bit longer, you know, but you just gotta keep pushing through, and and you be like, if you really want it, you're gonna go that way. If you, you don't want it, like it's not gonna happen. When you say embrace, right? Is, is it? When you, do you mean like really sit down and unpack why that is why that resistance is there? Is that what you mean by embrace? Um, that that can that can be a, a tactic for sure. Like I know I know when I'm texting Shorty, I'm like, damn, like what I'm gonna say to her? Mm-hmm. Like she coming at me heavy, <laughs> you know? With, with the, which, which sentence am I about to respond to? Yeah, you know, should I respond now or am I busy? <laughs> you know, because sometimes it be. I'll be busy at work, you know, vice versa. I'm trying to do work and I'm with Shorty. It's different, you know, like you just got to embrace that and be like, all right, cool. I'm going to put this aside right now. I'm focused. My plan is here. What's the next step on this list? What's part two? What's part three? You can always come back to your list. You don't have to, your mind's not going to be on it because it's already written out for you. It's already planned. You know, you don't have to think that much. All you have to do is just follow, okay? Lift right foot, extend. Boom. <laughs> I did my part. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's it. Would, would you say a lot of, like, would you say, like, the basis of your mindset just comes down to planning? Yeah. Is, is that what gives you, is that what, you know, fuels your mindset? Yeah, I got, you know, you know what it was? Um, I was a teacher for a very long time, so. Really? To a lot of swimming lessons. Oh, I, I, I yo. <laughs> 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 Yo, I'll be like, wait, what? I was you a teacher. Like, that makes eye. <laughs> you know, so like that's the only way people will learn. You mm-hmm. know, if if I had a, a a plan on how to get a whole bunch of drills and I got drills for days right no, now. Got for I got years. I got master for you got days. For years. That's a fact. And I can tell you that every one of my swimmers knows how to swim. Why? Because I had the program written. Before they even touched the water, you know, I already knew what they're going to do next. I knew, okay, now kick left, right, left, right, stop kicking, blow bubbles through your nose, you know, type of thing. Like, kick again, you're going to swim, you know, if you can blow bubbles, if you can kick your feet, though. Not so let's, let's stay, let's stay on swimming for It's funny because I wanted to get here, too. <laughs> you ready to put us here, so we're here, right? So it's funny because now that I think about it, Going back to like your swimming classes and shit, what you were doing at the early stages were instilling the habits of a swimmer, like you said, Definitely. blowing, breathing through your, blowing bubbles through your nose is essentially breathing through your nose under the water. But by saying blowing bubbles through your nose, it doesn't, it takes away like the, um, it takes away like, what's the word I'm looking for? 
It doesn't seem as difficult. No. It lessens it, it lessens it a little bit. Like if this is your first time entering the water, if this is your first time ever putting your head underwater, and you tell somebody to breathe through your nose underwater, that's that's scary as fuck. Of course. You 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 probably you might invite that person to inhale water. Of course. Just by telling them breathe. Oh, that's. But if you say blow bubbles underwater, it's mm-hmm. like I mean. Oh shit! I'm breathing underwater. Mm-hmm. I forgot. How, oh, you gotta come back up. Yeah, it won't make sense. <laughs> right. So yeah, you telling them blow bubbles. That's how you train them. That's how you build the habit of Definitely. breathing underwater. Definitely. Kicking, holding the side of the pool and just kicking. That's a step. That's a step. Nah, it is. Because think about it. When you when you're a full blown swimmer, that's one of the most important things to be Definitely. able to kick effectively. Program. That's the motor. That's the motor in the water. That's it. So as you start, your program is designed so that when you begin, when you start training people on how to swim, every progression, you're building habits. Every that progression you're gonna need. Yeah, five months later when you're a full swimmer, every progression is a piece in the bigger picture. Every progression, every progression. Did you know when did you start swimming? It was high school, right? Or before that? I started swimming. When I was like five. Like five. Yeah. Did you always know? Was, was is out of all the sports you play, out of all the athletic competitions you competed in, would you say swimming is is the most? That's your niche. Nah, nah. I was. I really thought I was gonna be like a football, baseball player when really? I was young. Yeah, yeah, quarterback or like a pitcher. That was like top, but those were the two sports I never played in high school. <laughs> never got around to football, never or baseball, got, or baseball, never football, rugby, nothing. I'm not built. Well, I got a football. They, they, uh, I'm not built football I tried out for the team that, for the football team. I got on the team. All of that. Like yeah, our games are on Saturday only. Ah, I was like, copy. so I'm never gonna play. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I right, okay. I'll see I'm you at Pathfinder. Never gonna play. <laughs> you know, like. Yo, it was funny. But even even before that, like, even baseball, just like playing baseball in gym class, like, home run. Used to cook easy. But how big would you mean, when you say playing baseball in gym class? You talking about inside the gym, or are you talking about on a field? On a field, uh, we had a field. Do. We had a field. I had a field. In, I had a field since since elementary school. We had a field in our backyard. In our in our what is it called? Schoolyard. Schoolyard. Right, yeah. Right. It was t-ball back then, but still slap, pow, slap. Nah, we used to play kickball in elementary school. Actually, kickball, kickball too was, was lit. Kickball was wavy. Lit. It's easy to catch a kickball in a baseball. Yeah, but I really you know, now that I think about it. In fifth grade and elementary school, by the time like in fifth grade, I was nasty in football. Cause, you know, you, cause you used to play three second hole. Yeah, I mean, so you could, it's easy to break a tackle yeah. on three second three second hole. I was nasty in fifth grade. Then I found ball and it was over. Fifth grade, we didn't even have football as a gym class. We nah, had, we used to play that recess type yeah, shit. Yeah, recess, three second hole, two and whatever that shit is all mm-hmm, two in touch. Mm-hmm. If you if you could yo if you could score touchdowns two and touch you filthy. <laughs> <laughs> you, got some, you fast as shit. If you could, if you can avoid a bunch of two hand touches, you, you filthy. Flag football was lit too. Flag football lit. I remember intramurals in college was crazy. Flag football. See the thing is, football is a fun sport, but mm-hmm. at the at the at its at its, it's a contact level, sport, you it's know? A, nigga, contact not even a word. Yeah. Contact ain't even a word for what football is. No funny shit. That's 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 probably the last. Nah, boxing is even. No, UFC is brutal as fuck. Hold yeah, on. Nah. UFC boxing. That's some, that's some that's some Roman Empire sometimes. shit. Yeah, that's some Roman Empire. Yo, we in the Colosseum with it. Just get these two slaves and had them fight each other. Type. That's some Maybe that's some wild. wild shit. But football is football is in that realm. That shit is mm-hmm, dangerous, mm-hmm. nigga. I'm, nah, I'm good off that. 
I mean, baseball fights be crazy too. I saw baseball fights be wicked. Yeah. Seen some people get knocked I, you, out. You know what I think about it? I feel like baseball fights be wicked off the strength that they they gotta like prove to themselves. <laughs> You're not playing a contact sport or anything yeah, like that. Definitely. So I'm now I'm taking it there to show niggas yeah. I'm not pussy because you mm -hmm. may think I am. Mm -hmm. Being that we play, we not we playing just going off emotions, right? It's strictly emotional. Strictly you can't emotional. even you can't even hear or see or anything the person nothing, saying boy. to you. You're nothing. Like, what? You looked at me like that. It's bare lip moving and they yeah. are charging at each other in this life. <laughs> That's it. He's charging the mountain. <laughs> He's headed out to the mound, <laughs> and they're up. Oh, whoa! We got a we got a big one oh, here. Shit. <laughs> Wait, so which sports did you did you compete in as like from from five on up until five on? Because inevitably you ended up being a personal trainer, but Man. you started out as a swimmer at five, right? Um, gymnastics. 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 Was Yo, the lit. Andrews gymnastics. I forgot about gymnastics. Yeah, that's how you. That's how you always have bounce. Yeah, pretty much because of because of the gymnastic day. Mm -hmm. About gym. So so you started with swimming, then you picked up gymnastics somewhere along the line. No, so what happened was, what happened was my parents worked late hours when I was in like elementary school, so they used to send me after school program at Paddigate, this place called Paddigate. <laughs> Paddigate, we and Paddigate had the had classic. crazy after school program. But they had that Paddigate. It had it was funded correctly. Yo, now, when they talk about Paddigate, you think it wasn't? Paddigate had the bag when I was back in the nineties, back in the two thousands. Straight back. You go there after school program, gymnastics, swimming. They got the full, full sports center over there. Full sports center, full full service over there. Back in the day, they probably still got it right now. I haven't been there oh, in Mallow. No, they might still have it right now. I'm not even sure to be honest. I haven't been there in years, but excuse me. Yeah, when I was little, after school program. Bus used to pick me up. I'm like, damn, I gotta go on this yellow bus <laughs> after school. But it was lit. Once I got there, it was like, it was oh, a movie. At that point, it was lit. Chilling with all your everybody friends. was there. Yeah, about to say, everybody was there. You only spent an hour doing homework, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest, the other hour was like organized activities. Mm -hmm. Keyword organized. You know structure. So, so you had choices. Like you can be like, all right, you want to learn some gymnastics? I right, yeah. They teach you that. You want to go in the pool, you make sure you packed your, your swim stuff. Mm -hmm. You planned accordingly. Like, like you knew the night before, like, yeah, after school, I'm going to go swimming. It's lit. I had my stuff ready. I did swim lessons after school, stuff like that. Straight, straight off the bus. Swimming, track, tennis. I really, I did, I did good in tennis too up to like high school. I didn't play in high school. By the time high school came around, it was it was, it was a swimming focus. Swimming and track. Swimming and track. How do you, how how did those two sports complement each other? Like, how were you able to like or, any of the skills just, that you developed in track or swimming it, transferable to the other sport? Nah, it actually hindered my form. Which which hindered what? Which which swimming hindered my running form? How so? Because in swimming, uh, just the the way that you pull a stroke, the catch phase, the recovery phase in swimming. In the power phase, you have to bend the elbow a lot, so and it crosses the body when you um, when you're in the water. It crosses the body. Your underneath. elbow crosses your body. Your your hand crosses the body. So, but in track, everything is streamlined. It's just straight straight motion up and down. Wait, so hold on, stay there real quick. When, we, when you swim with freestyle, mm -hmm. your hands crossing the body. It crosses the body. Your What's body. So, so in swimming, you start streamlined, but your body is rotated on axis like this. True. Mm -hmm. So when you're using your hands, when you're paddling your hands, and let's say, okay, I'm reaching with my right hand, mm -hmm. your left shoulder is going to be up, right? And then your right hand is going to cross 
you have to bend the elbow in that S motion or the whatever type of, uh, what's it called? Paddling motion that you do. Some people did question marks. Some people did S, you know, like an S right. or a question mark, a big. And this is the stroke that your, that your arm is making as it's going through. Definitely. Come back around. So my arm was just so used to just like. Constantly free motion. Free motion just coming like this. It was crossing from my It wasn't streamlined anymore when I was running. You know, my body was used to swaying my shoulders a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm moving. So, but in track, your shoulders don't really turn like that. You know, it's just your arms pumping. Your shoulders are more relaxed. So I had a, I had a little problem with just my arm action. Which season but, was first? Um, it's track. Yeah, track was first. Track was first. So did did you have an issue now adjusting from the streamlined motion of track to the nah. more free motion of swimming? It's easier to make that adjustment from track to swimming than to swimming yeah, to track. Yeah, yeah. I did also too. I did way more swimming too. Mm-hmm. We focused more. Spent, I spent way more time swimming. I didn't spend that much. I wish I spent more time running. Mm-hmm. Now I think about it. Why? Why is that? I don't know. I really wanted to be fast. Like I could have been so much faster. Well, I mean, you 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 come. Well, being that you didn't spend as much time running, yeah. All the all the energy that you had that now you're a high jumper. Well, you, you did. I remember at one point you were doing high jump, right? Yeah. So I did. I did a little bit of high jump. I did a little bit of like long jump, but that was only. You, one I remember you always had bounce though. Yeah, but that was probably not the fastest. Can accelerate, but you yeah. always had bounce. Yeah, I had bounce for sure. That's. I don't know. That's just natural black people. <laughs> <laughs> when you black and that, you could just jump. Yeah, you know, just, just get up there. Just, it might be the only thing you could do, but you could do it. Just, it just happened. So I know mad high school ball I players. Really, I really like volleyball too. So I did a lot of like volleyball drills and high school. A lot school. of plyometrics. Yeah, because that's the whole time. It's just okay. Three step jump, explode, or side step jump, explode. You know, with volleyball, there's a lot of different little short bursts of energy like you know somebody could be over here and next thing you know they jumping over here at the mat smacking the ball in your face mm-hmm. like so it got, it got exciting in high school I was like damn I want to be on the volleyball team but it was the same season as track and I already had the track thing going you know I was like damn you know my senior year you know we went to the next we went to the New York championship for track is it yeah my four by my four by four team, we got like fifth place in New York. Huh. My senior year, like I said four by four, fifth place. Yeah, damn. I and, thought I was lit. And when you competing in New York, it's like it's hundreds of schools. Yeah, I thought I was so lit. And we was hundreds an unseated team too. See, I was unseated. Wait, did me, I competed at the Armory. Nah, not even at the Armory. It's outdoor season. Outdoor so. season now. Okay, it's outdoor a, season is Icon Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so everybody there. Yeah, well, unseated. Yes, unseated. And somehow, team. y'all ended up. Unseated finishing team. the entire tournament fifth place. Fifth, fifth place. How did y'all pull that off? Uh, we just won our heat by a lot. Like we smashed our heat by a lot. And when they do it like that, like they just they didn't do like more multiple races. They just did everything by time. Mm-hmm. So with the unseated heats, you run like California style. So they just they just bunch a whole bunch of people in your race. If it's a seated heat, everybody gets their own lane. But the unseated heat, you just Bunch of people be like 10, 10 different teams mm-hmm. on the track compared to only seven, you know. So it was not, it was a it was a fight for sure, 
a big fight. Like, do, do you think, so, for example, like, especially in a city like New York City where so many different high schools competing, do you think that the reason why the unseeded teams will be more talented is because PSAL just may never get around to all these high schools to see or to evaluate the talent? Of course. You know, a lot of the time, like, I probably went to, like, five meets a year, and there was probably, like, 20 more, you know, meets during the year. Most of the time, like, it was either too far or, like, my school didn't have a track. I had to go to another track to practice, mm. you know. It just wasn't, it wasn't planned accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> For it sure. It wasn't planned accordingly. It wasn't. Like, we, we did good, you know, but we would have done way better if we had our own track. Mm-hmm. If there were, like, more meet scheduled around the school times. You know, it would have been fine. Like most, I know, I know when I lived in Michigan, like events out there, you know, every night, you know, depending on what sport you were playing, there was an event for that sport. Mm -hmm. Every weekday night, there was like, oh, okay, there's this, there's this clinic, this clinic. But only people who wanted to get better went to all those things, you know, like that. But I didn't have all those options. I probably did, but I didn't know about them. Mm. You know, I didn't plan for that. <laughs> and I was just trying to get out there. I was just. Do, do you, I didn't. I didn't know I wanted to be a superstar at the moment. You know, you wanted to be a superstar. I didn't at the know at the time. It was just something to do. I didn't know. I was playing with my friends. You know, I was hanging out with my friends, and all my friends were doing this. I was like, I bet this is what we doing. And it just so happens that you were good at it. That's it. Didn't even plan. I didn't. I don't. I don't remember thinking like, oh, I had dreams. I want to be like computer science. Mm-hmm. That shit is whack. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit is boring to you. That shit is boring it's to me trash. now. You know, like I'm not trying to sit down in front of computer hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I You'd can't do be that. Moving. I can't do that now. You know, but when I was in high school, when I was in junior high school, I was studying fucking coding and all that shit, like <laughs> studying math, and I said, like, oh, it's lit, lit. My friends wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. None of my friends was doing that shit. They're all rappers now and fucking artists. I mean, but you're you're an artist as well too. You know, artist, yeah, in your own form. Yeah, I don't think people give athletes enough credit for being artists. Nah, they don't think of it like that though. Most people, but um, for sure, it's it's a big thing. Like, there's a millions of athletes out there dedicating themselves to that sport, just trying to. Try to make it big, you know, working. But whoever's playing the court is going to make it big first, you know, like pushing their body to limits, challenging themselves, right nutrition, right promotions, right right performance meets, you know, all those factors, you know. Some people just do 100 meets a year, you know, and what are they doing? Nothing. They don't get nothing. But those people who play the court, all right, I'm going to do a meet here. I'm gonna give myself like two months rest, and then I'm gonna do a meet over here. Right, I'm gonna compare my times, see what I gotta tweak. I'm gonna watch my video, what I do wrong here. Okay, let's take it back. Let's wait a few weeks and do what we here. You know, it's all planning. In your experience, right, and you're from your experiences, and you know the track play, the track um, athletes that you've met, mm-hmm. you know the people around you, right? Would you say that it's more effective for somebody to Overextend themselves and just 
do meet after meet after meet after meet, week after week after week, competing against, against all these people to get those reps versus uh, the example where you explain where it's like, yo, I'm going to strategically compete in these meets, yeah. record those meets, watch my tape, study mm -hmm. the tape, figure out what I want to do, make sure I'm giving my body enough rest yeah. so that I'll get to where I need to be. I mean, those, both ways work, but they're two different stages, if that makes sense. So that first stage, the, first, the stage that you described, right, is mm -hmm. that a stage of an athlete where they want to get, is that, are you trying to get better or are you trying to like, I would say starting off, starting, starting off, off, starting off, you have to get yourself out there with anything, you know, you got to do a million interviews to get that job. You got to look at a hundred different houses to see what you actually like mm -hmm. and what you don't like, you know, you got to see those points. If you can't see the points before you get to that point, like when you get there, you're not going to, you're not going to recognize it. You're not going to know you messed up. You know, you're not going to know that's not what I like. You know, some people always say like, oh, how you know you don't like that if you never tried it? It's like it's, it wasn't appealing to me. You know, it did. That's how I be for them. Like, how you, how you going? Exactly. Like, it, wasn't it wasn't appealing to me. It didn't slap for me. It didn't look like it I didn't wanted to try like it. It didn't look like it. But at the same time, you know, if you, if you, if you go out there, you, all right, let's try this technique today. Let's see how it works for us. Or let's try this fruit today, see what it does for me. It can be added to the program. It could, you know, take you to that next level. It could be a progression step to the next level that you need to get to. But at the same time, it could be just a learning experience. Like, all right, that's a no-go. Let's never do that again. Trial and error. Trial and error. But you don't, you don't want to put that time in, but... Most times it's necessary, but nowadays people want that quick fix. You know, mm -hmm. I only need three options. I don't need five. But that means also at the same time, if you have the more options you have, the harder it is to, to, to make that decision. It can, but, but you can also sometimes you really got to narrow down your options. Yeah, it, it, sometimes, it, sometimes you don't need five options. No funny. No, but it does open up your eyes to stuff that you don't even need to see. Also, too, <laughs> stuff you don't even need to see. Yeah, you run the risk of just poisoning your brain with some shit that, that you couldn't too. handle. Yeah, and then what happens? Your whole mindset is just like off, overexposure. But see, the thing is, the the key is you got to be conscious of that before you walk into this. So that, let's say you in a state where oh, I'm, I'm overexposed, you you can recognize that you're overexposed. Of course, seek the help that you need, or yeah, you know, or even prevent it yeah. to begin with. But you also have to know what you want, though. Like, how you gonna? But how you gonna know for somebody that just, just that just doesn't know what exists? How you gonna know what you want? Then you just have to go out there and experience. And it's funny because I tell people that too. But yeah. let's, let's let's maybe we could work through this. When I tell us when you tell somebody to go out there and experience something, yeah. what exactly are we really telling them? <laughs> <laughs> like, what am I telling you to go experience? I'm, I've been thinking about I'm this. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm telling people to try shit, but like, what do you? What am I telling them to try? I I can tell you in my in my experience, like, for me, like. I'll use the example as in my personal training. Like, I like I like doing certain exercises, athletic exercises. You know, I think I think a body in motion is gonna stay in motion. So I have my clients do a whole bunch of like drills and stuff like that. You know, I feel that works best. But the first time I did that shit, my clients say, like, "Yo, what the fuck are we doing?" Like, they were mm -hmm. like, "Yo, like, this shit is mad weird." After the second, third time, they're like, "Yo, we lit." Let's already know how to do this. Let's go, you know. But 
you just have to you just have to reach out for that you got to take that that uh what's that word i'm looking for um that leap that risk that risk you know there's a risk factor too like and and all of this is a risk factor like there's always a risk factor yeah and there's people who argue that you can eliminate risk altogether or just minimize risk as much as possible you know it's it's a fucking scale like you can you can balance it out make everything even but you can also you can also take that risk and get that big bag that big bag you know or you can minimize the risk and just take a take it steps and get not <laughs> get a nice stable bag you know some yeah. a low low scale less yeah. less risk less yeah. less headache yeah you know, let's say let's say you're training an athlete right a young athlete right let's say this young athlete is eight mm-hmm. we're planning out his or her career mm-hmm. and he or she tells you, like, yo, I want to be a professional athlete. They mm-hmm. only, we won't even know what sport yet, right? I want to be a professional athlete. I just know I want to use my body. Mm-hmm. How they would know that at eight? I don't, actually, you would. It's possible. You can at eight. At yeah, eight, you, you could do. You could probably watch a whole bunch of football, basketball, of tennis, course. and be like, yo, I want to do one of those things. I don't know which one I'm going to do one of those. Do you think it'd be wiser, right, if you're training a young athlete? Would you think it'd be wiser to just have them stick to one sport? forever and just uh, say all right if you want to be a tennis player start tennis now and keep going or you think it'd be better to say all right you want to be a tennis player we'll start you with swimming call that you call those masters people who only do one thing for their whole life they're masters, masters they craft. Their craft right yeah but it's it's good to like know other parts you know to like know other movements you know trick the body the body will will uh what's the word i'm looking for you will burn out you know some of those kids burn out. Some of those child athletes, some of those child superstars, they burn out. No, they do early too. Before they early. even make, before they even get before on, they even get to the pro. Like, do you think it's possible to to start a child working out or, or being an athlete too early? Is eight too early? It's never. It's never. Example? It's never too early because there's a million progressions for everything. You know, you can do a progression when you're eight years old to for everything. There's, there's always going to be a step. The only thing is, as we said before, like. If they can follow, you know, <laughs> it's gonna be hard for all those years for them mm-hmm. to follow. It's gonna be a lot of trials, a lot of injuries gonna pop up, you know. But how they rest, how they're gonna be eating, their whole lifestyle is gonna be different. When you when you're a professional athlete, like your mindset is okay. I need a. I can't do any of this. But if I do this, what's gonna happen? All these fines you see, all these athletes getting fined. Mm-hmm. They're not following the lifestyle, you know. They're, they're not, not following the protocol. The plan. They're not following the protocol, you know. They're That's not. They're not doing great. They <laughs> might be really good, you know. They might be top of their class, but for them, they need that. But in the other people's program, it's not. It's not a part of it, you know. It's just not what they. It's not what they're, they're not built for. for that. Yeah, but I know. I know. If I had sticked with one sport, you know, you know everything about it like you know okay i can read a player you know when i was playing tennis i knew i knew what the players were going to do because that's all i knew how to do at the time all your energy all your attention was focused all i that's all i knew all you studied was tennis that's it Mm -hmm. i was like damn he's about to hit me with the backhand let me run over there real fast before he even like thinks about swinging you know but wouldn't you say I'd, i'd argue that if you're trying so many different sports from a young age that when you, by the time you only stick to one sport, your mm-hmm. reflex is on another level. 
You see, like let's say you were playing, let's say prior to you even getting into tennis, before you even realized tennis was your main, your main mm-hmm. sport. Let's say you played a little ball when you were growing up, and then you ran a little track. Yeah, and then you play like you did bowling or some shit. Yeah, well actually nah, not bowling. That's a bad example. What's another team sport that you could play? I don't want to say football. I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, you played basketball. You ran track, and let's say you did hockey I've, or hockey. I yeah. hockey. By the time you're a tennis player, when you're only focusing on the one ball and one man on the other side, I mean definitely. Wouldn't you say your reflexes are on another level because of it all can the be, different yeah. types of experiences you have with yeah, the other sports? Definitely. definitely, you probably you probably have different. Yeah, yeah. It can, yeah. <laughs> so really, imagine you really sitting here just like thinking about it. <laughs> nah, it, it, it does. It does happen like so that. Really though, sitting like, here just like. Hmm. It does happen like that, but <laughs> but I believe that like most of those like superstars that stick with it, like they on a program, like they're gonna know they're gonna know. Okay, it's rest time. You know, let's let's deload this week. Mm-hmm. Let's not focus on so much training. You know, let's focus on relaxing, let the body recover, do something else to trick the mind or like muscle confusion. All these things, all these different programs that people have, like. When it comes to... But an athlete is an athlete. You know, mm-hmm. If you're athletic, you can do any sport. Like You can do anything like, when, you, when you're athletic. You just takes you like a f- couple of tries. Your body's going to be like, oh, okay, that's a jump, hop, and a step. I when got it, that. When, when, it comes to, um, when it comes to mastering athletics, right, or just being a master of your body or whatever, do you, is it more... Is it more mind control like are you memorizing these things or do you think it's more of like the body just naturally flowing once you have reached a certain level so like so who, at first the mind or the at body? first at first you got to learn the movements mm-hmm. so and then your body is just repetition so much sharpens the impression you know like i can tell you i've done a drill a hundred times and the same drill trying to just trying to get that muscle memory or just trying to get that motion down pack that I can close my eyes and all right, boom, backflip, you know, off the rip. I've done it so many times. I've done so many progressions, you know, over the time that it just, it just happens like that. But there are some like freaks out there that just like, oh, I'm going to just visualize Doing that, and then my body's just gonna do it. You know, those are like those big outliers. Like. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna visualize my body doing that, and, and they just do it. Like that's wicked. But those people are just naturally athletes. It, it, like, it, it, athletic can, geniuses. That's it. it. It's deeper than. But you can you can put your mind through it. You might it might take you a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You know, but it can happen. I can. I can tell you so many people that that came to me for swim lessons, a bunch of adults. Worst class to teach ever, adult swimming. Wow. <laughs> what, what age what age group is that? At least thirty or is a young anything like twenty one plus anything over twenty five. Twenty five yeah, plus. So twenty four year olds, they are with twenty five year olds is dope. I would say eighteen. Yeah, you eighteen. Nah, but why why adults hard to teach? Because they think they already know. Because like, they already learned so much that they're not willing so to unlearn anymore. Like, and then I'm and then I'm a younger cat telling them how to do something. <laughs> Yo, peep how arrogant that is for you to get yeah. into somebody else's arena and you yeah. telling them like, oh, not even you telling them, you just not really trying to hear it. I'm like, yo, nah. Not trying to hear it. They I could fuck around and die right now due to my own ignorance. Definitely. But nah, I'm not really jacking what you're Definitely. saying, so I'm gonna go with what I think. 
but there's been like oh i can never do that <laughs> it took them it took them 20 sessions now see that's the thing though right, the moment though. you say i can never do that you already can't their mindset was off sure is it is there any way to walk somebody back from saying i never earlier than 20 sessions it's hard it's hard like they can they can have a bad experience without you being there too like it, something else could have happened they could have been there could have been previous trauma from a different person you know they probably tried a different program that didn't work too mm. you know but for me when i first met i guarantee you know off off rip like yo, I'm guaranteed success that you, you're working with me. Like, there shouldn't be any other reason to go anywhere else. Like, I I implant that first day. Like, I'm guaranteed 100% success. Why? Because you're gonna follow everything I say. And if you don't, your success is not gonna be there. You know, that's just off a mindset right there off the back. That puts very strong intentions in them. Like, hey. He's really serious. I'm gonna be on, I'm gonna be very serious too. You know, I'm gonna take it serious. Obviously, people fall off, but if you got them locked in day one, like. But how do you now? So for, for the people who you don't have to text and remind them to eat and stuff like that, how do you how do you change their lifestyle habits? It's hard. I just I if try you only to with them, you only do with the movement hour a day. How do you change their like that? Once they leave the gym, they out of your hands. So how do you how do you like impact their lifestyle? I, habits? I, I have to explain to them. I have to give them a talk like. <laughs> I sit down real like, quick. <laughs> I give people the talks. Sometimes it, I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I got a whole bunch of stuff written down. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna hold you that I like a bunch of cues and like I do a lot of cueing. Chest up, sit straight. You know, hey, don't forget to stand. Mm, but Tal, you, you missed something important. Going back to your, your method or your technique of your tactic, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Going back to your um your style of setting up your swimming programs and mm -hmm. creating the habits from early on. What it sounds like is that your training just it's, it's, you create habits. Period. Oh, yeah. you said you you, you, you do that's a lot it. of cueing. The moment just, you cue something, that's you're, it. You're, you're forming a habit. Your mind just clicks. Mm -hmm. Like if I say chest up, you know, a million times, like yo, why is he saying chest up? You're gonna know oh. that chest up means oh I get I have to do this and when I yeah. do that I get you that know, satisfaction. So by the time it. you hit chest up, you this already, feeling your mind is already in the feeling that's of it. I'm getting what I need to get out that's of this. That's it. That's all it is. Different words that I use, vocabulary words like flex, point, you know, reach, push, engage, whatever. Like got a whole list of words and stuff that I have to say in every session to know that okay we're connected here. I'm. I'm guiding you right now. Like, this is going to be the best for you. You're going to feel really good right now. Mm -hmm. You know, you shouldn't think any other way. I tell them that also, too. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't think any other way. You shouldn't think any other way. Yo, so, if, yo. if you're doubting what I'm saying, mm -hmm. you lost your money. <laughs> over it. You know? Yo, you know how we, because you find a way to, to put all the responsibility on them at all times. But. It's it but is. you have to though, right? You have to because then you know, if you, you if you leave the door open even an inch to put the blame on you, gone. they they it's lost gone. all their value. In it's gone doing. because what they're gonna do is gonna continue to put blame on of you. Of course, continue to make excuses and continue to not get better. And my program is not gonna be followed. Mm. Remember, I already have my part already. The next part is you bringing you to my part, and us doing this together. 
which is me telling you what to do. Yo, it sounds like when you want to, it sounds like, especially in the service business, it sounds like you really have to almost trick people. I wouldn't say it's and not even yeah. even into even into something positive for them. You got to yeah, trick definitely. them into because you already yeah. you already you already have like a bunch of habits that you that are ingrained into. Mm-hmm. So it's like you dead got to trick them out of their old habits and replace them with new habits Facts. that will work for them. Right. Every single time, every day. Shit in the game. Every day, psychology. I don't know psychology, but I read a book one time. You read a book one time and, uh, one time. and I slapped. It's yo and, and, and impacted the way you interact with people the way yeah, that you nah I wouldn't people. say that I took a couple of classes and I got a whole hey, thing. I took mad classes but um I really thought in college that was one thing too like mm-hmm. I was like yeah I'm about to study psychology just talk to people all day <laughs> see where their brain is at see, see where their head is at see, how can I help them yeah you know but but it's here first before anything you know, you gotta you gotta see it here first in your mind. Like you gotta see it here first. Yeah, true. You know, you gotta visualize. That's where all the believing happens, though. You know, right here in the mind, the mind's gonna tell you. Like my mind tells me, okay, time to walk left, right, left, right. I don't say it. That's inside. That's all inside. You know, it's not me saying it out loud. Like so, me telling them. Okay, you got to think like this. This is how you got to think before you come in. Today, we're doing a lot of cardio, so think energy. You got to be happy. We're doing a lot of movement. Make sure you had your food, your carbs, whatever. Make sure you ate breakfast today because we're going to work today. You ready to work? Been ready. Let's go. Boom, left, right, left, right, left, right. Push-ups, go. 10, 9, 8. Stand up. Take a minute break. Water. Oh, you're not thirsty? Take water right now. Let's go. <laughs> you know, all that stuff, like, every, everything I say, like, oh, let's take a few seconds here. Catch your breath. All right. Breaks over. Let's go. Boom. Very strict. Very, you know, to the point. Mm-hmm. In and out. Oh, how's your day? Da, 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 da. You get lost. You know, all that stuff is necessary, you know. After work, post workout, pre workout, you know, there's different steps to it. Like, mm-hmm. if you keep them in that that mindset that I'm here to get to B point B, your progressions are gonna get you there. Like every single time, every all rip, I tell them like, hey, this is what we're doing today. That's it. You want to do something else? Nah. Of course, there's gonna be the some back. outliers, and right? Like, that the men that we do something else because I'm you just know, not really trying to do this that's today. That's where the progressions come in. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can just re-break it down. You know, let's take a step back. Let's do it like this first and build this up here. And then we'll come back to A. Mm-hmm. You know, let's go to plan B or even C. And then we'll try plan A a little bit later. Still on the same program, you know. Still on the same line. We just got to back up a little bit to, to skip to get to here what are some of your favorite as far as clients go what are some of your favorite success stories as far as like start to finish where like you saw you you, you went from the day that you started with them up until the day that they stopped or the day that they reached their goal like you were just impressed by the way that they grew mentally mm-hmm. physically as a person yeah 
some of your favorite success stories? Um, I have a client right now that's probably my top five client ever. Ever, top five client. And, you, and you've had hundreds of clients, yeah, technically. definitely. Mm-hmm. Like over a hundred. Over a hundred. And, uh, over two? I was... I was doing a lot of sessions. I was doing I was doing like six sessions a weekday, five times a week. All right. And then and then each each session had like ten kids in it. So I've seen I've seen over hundred people in a week. Easy. You know what I'm saying? Light. That's light to me. Right, because sometimes you group have the sessions. Group sessions. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's light. Been doing that. But this client I have right now, like she, her mindset is just in there. Like, hey, Matt, Matt knows what he's talking about. She calls me Matt. She mm-hmm. goes, Matt's the guy. He's gonna get you right. He's gonna tell you what you gotta do. Like, if you listen to Matt, that's it. Matt says jump, you jump. Simple. You know, she so trusts Matt. You don't have to. You don't have to do it two times. You just gotta do it that one time. He'll give you a break. But when it's time to jump again, you gotta jump. You gotta jump. Simple. You know, like. It's just, just straightforward like that. She, was she like boom. that from day one? Day one, I gave it a talk. I gave it a talk. She broke down. She was like, "I, I don't really like working out." Da da da. Give me all this. I was like, "You're, you're talking way too much right now." <laughs> and, I, and I was she being rude. Yeah, you, you're doing too much right now. I was like, "You're doing way too much. Exactly. I don't need to know all of that. All I need to know is why are you here." So, oh, I'm here to lose weight. Are you going to lose weight talking to me right now? She says, no. I was like, so you're wasting your time. You're either going to do my program or you can leave and do somebody else's program. I said, the only way this is going to work is if you, you're doing what I say, basically. You know? Straight off the back like that. First session, she's like, oh, my gosh. I, I never sweat so much in my life. Da, da, da. I was like, good. I'll see you next week. Next session, she comes in. She's like, I know I'm so sorry for all the talking. I was like, don't be sorry. Just get to the next step. We passed that already. No need to look back at it. I didn't ask for a sorry or explanation like that. Right? You know, I wasn't even trying to be rude or anything. I was mm-hmm. just trying to be. Trying to train her, train her mindset. Train her mindset. Not to look you back. Know, don't even think about. Not to even, like, you didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. You're just expressing yourself. That's it. You're expressing yourself, and we didn't need that in the moment. You know, we're not here for that right now. You know, we could talk about that after the session. Mm-hmm. No problem. How you felt, but right now you're paying me to do what? Train you to get you right. That's it. If you want to pay me to talk to you, you can find place. another venue, right? <laughs> you can you find know? another venue. When I walk into work, my mindset is okay. Training my clients. Boom. That's it. I'm not trying to bag no shorty. Even though ah, people, you know, little things walking mm-hmm. around. I don't see none of that, you know? Why? I'm, my mind says there to work. You work you're avoiding all distractions while you work. Work time. I'm setting myself up if I look the other way. Every single time. I'm a fail. If I stop, if I stop my mindset to like, oh, let me go over here, let me just do this. Nah, it's not going to work. I'm going to be like, damn, I'm going to be very sorry. At the end, I'm like, damn, I shouldn't have taken that five minutes. I could have gotten this client over here. I missed the sale. Or... Man, I could have stretched real fast that five minutes. My legs are killing me. Now I don't got time. I got to stand on this train for an hour, you know? So it's just just how you just plan things and get it right like that. 
fire. So if if somebody wants to train with you, where can they find you? Oh, I'm I'm everywhere. You know, you just gotta email me. <laughs> I'll what's come your, to you. What's your email? What's your Instagram? Where can people uh, find you? Know email address is f i t f o r l i f e n y c at gmail dot com. Fit for life nyc gmail.com i do house sessions i do group sessions i got i got two studios i got one in soho one in union square mm-hmm. my union square location i have my massage business there also too licensed massage therapist All right. for like 10 years now <laughs> you know what i'm saying so after the app post workout i, busting out I got i got massages too you know but that's like full service mm. you know had to <laughs> that's what I had to. You need it, you know. My clients you must need be it. Tired, right? You know, you need that release. It's a part of the program, also, too. Like, obviously, when you're in the gym, you're breaking down the body to make it stronger. Mm-hmm. Time under tension makes anything stronger. If you do the necessary recovery, you know, there's there's different different phases to it. You gotta break it down. You gotta recover. You gotta rest. Rest is in recovery phase, and then you gotta build it right back up. You know, sounds about right to me, Matthew. This, this was fun. I, I appreciate you come, for coming on the show, man. Hey, ready to know, Matthew Lambert, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the King Belly Podcast. You can follow the King Belly Pod on Instagram and Facebook. You can subscribe to the King Belly Podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. Your support is greatly appreciated. This beat was produced and engineered by Nigel Pierre Bryant. You can check out more of his records on his production page on Instagram at produced by period at.